today in crypto news flash for bitcoin for beginners special attention to both the u.s congressional committee hearings that happened today gbtc investment trust receives six million per week and average ethereum transaction fees now higher than those of bitcoin first time in history for this and more news keep on watching Hello Adrian here, I am part of the BFB Influencer team and welcome to today's episode on July the 18th of 2018. Every weekday we will give you a short digest of the latest news and developments in cryptocurrency. Click subscribe and press the bell button for instant notifications of our daily news and other content. Give us a like and you can also write in the comment section with your question or opinion on today's news. First of all, a look at the market. Uh, Bitcoin price is stable around 7,373, even though earlier today the price went briefly over 7,500. Ethereum price 481 minus 4%, total crypto market cap 289 billion. Bitcoin dominance increased even a little more to 43.7%, and total 24 hour trading volume still steadily increasing, now almost $20 billion. Even though Bitcoin seems to be holding its price, the bull run has at least temporarily lost some steam as most cryptocurrencies are now in the red with the exception of Stellar that is still 16% up, potentially still because of the possibility of a Coinbase listing and maybe because of the announcement of the IBM backed stablecoin that launches on Stellar. Most of the news today was uh, dominated by the congressional hearings. And today there were two different congressional hearings about cryptocurrency. The first was for the Agricultural Committee. The reason crypto is a topic for this committee is that the CFTC, which stands for Commodity Futures Trading Commission, falls under their jurisdiction. The fintech director of the CFTC was one of the witnesses present. He actually stated that regulators shouldn't be too hasty with applying regulations. And it was discussed that most cryptocurrencies, even Bitcoin, are now considered commodities for US tax rules, but wouldn't fall under the CFTC framework unless derivative products are built on top of them, like for example the futures for Bitcoin. The discussion was also about defining different types of crypto assets as commodities when they are utility token and others may be securities, in which case they would fall under the SEC. In some cases, ICO tokens might initially be securities and then evolve in a commodity from the time that they are actually used on their network. One example given was Ethereum. Unfortunately, from some of the committee members, there was a lot of clear misunderstanding of the basic concepts of cryptocurrency and the usual allegations about illicit activities where crypto might be used for. Some of the witnesses were able to clarify or counter those questions or arguments, though in some cases not very convincingly. However, overall the sentiment from the CFTC director and the committee was reasonably positive and productive. The second hearing was at the Financial Services Committee where the future of digital currency was the topic and where questions were explored if cryptocurrencies could play a role in the form of private currency, how that might affect the mono monopoly position of the dollar as world reserve currency and if there should be something like a federal reserve cryptocurrency. Here there were also hostile sentiments from some committee members with the same common allegations and that the dollar system already is a practical and widely used currency and that the only benefit and use case for crypto would be for criminals, terrorists and tax evaders. 
Unfortunately, the witnesses didn't seem to be able to adequately defend the position of crypto. And there was one of the witnesses that claimed that the one-on-one, -on -one, quote, dollar-backed, unquote, USD Tether had risen in popularity and use at the cost of unbacked cryptos like Bitcoin. As we all know, USD Tether is highly controversial and generally not fully trusted, so I wouldn't consider his characterization quite accurate in reality. Some positive comments were put forward though as to say that the reason for some people to see value in Bitcoin is the fact that its supply is mathematically controlled and people can accurately predict how much will be in circulation in the future. Another positive comment was a call to the committee to abolish the capital gains tax on spending cryptocurrency on services and goods because of the complicated tax reporting that this taxation brings with it. This is of course absolutely true. What I personally found a wasted opportunity was that both committees would have been better off if they would have invited Bitcoin evangelist Andreas Antonopoulos to the hearings. That would have been much more effective in the understanding of the concept of cryptocurrencies and crypto assets, but also to provide great answers from regulatory perspectives. Andreas has done so already quite well in Canadian and Australian government hearings. In fact, they could have just watched those on YouTube and have had answers to most of the same questions. Another news comes from India again, as we discussed recently in Crypto News Flash at Bitcoin for Beginners, the Indian Central Bank had prohibited all banks to do business with crypto services and the Supreme Court had ruled in favor of that decision, so it would stay in effect. There are rumors though that the Indian Finance Ministry might work towards laws that would make cryptocurrencies commodities so that they can be regulated under that umbrella, similar to how it is regulated in the US. On the 20th of July there will be a Supreme Court hearing about the central bank's ban where the court will make an ultimate decision on that ban afterwards. It will be another step towards clarification in the regulatory process and people hope that the trade ban might even be lifted by the court's decision. Another hedge fund manager came out with a bullish Bitcoin price prediction. This time it was Mark Lassery, who is a CEO at an investment firm that manages $9.6 billion worth of assets. He believes Bitcoin would eventually reach a value between $20,000 to $40,000, although he didn't really mention a time frame for that, and said that he based his prediction on the potential of mainstream adoption and more trading alternatives. He said that he currently has 1% of all of his personal assets invested in Bitcoin, of which most he bought last year. By the way, you can also catch these Crypto News Flash episodes and our other updates on podcast via our channel anchor.fm slash bitcoin for beginners and we are also available on spotify and google podcasts even though many eyes in crypto world are focused towards the bitcoin etf that is in approval process with the sec there is already a traditional finance fund called the bitcoin investment trust with the ticker gbtc which allows institutional investment exposure to bitcoin the fund provider is grayscale that offers a variety of crypto asset funds Today they announced a performance report for the first half of 2018 and the conclusions were that, despite the huge price drops in crypto markets on average, almost $10 million every week was invested in their crypto funds, of which $6 million into the Bitcoin Investment Trust GBTC. A total of around $5.5 million per week of money flowing into the crypto funds was coming from institutional investors. Although these numbers are not yet huge compared to the above $10 billion daily trading volume in crypto worldwide, 
it is still positive to note that there is more than trivial institutional interest. As of recently, a historic event has taken place. For the first time ever, the average transaction fees on the Ethereum network have surpassed Bitcoin's average fees. Last year, Ethereum was more and more favored over Bitcoin to be used as currency because back then, Bitcoin suffered a lot from spam transactions and inefficient use of the network. Ethereum transaction fees were a lot cheaper and transactions a lot faster and more reliable. However, since SegWit became more adopted in Bitcoin and there is less spamming on Bitcoin network, BTC transaction fees have dropped a lot, while Ethereum is now suffering more from spam driving up the price of Ethereum transactions and resulting in fees now being higher than Bitcoins on average. In South Korea, the government is now changing tax rules to give better incentives to tech companies that also includes blockchain companies. These companies will receive tax deductions if they invest a certain amount of their revenue in R&D for these technologies. The threshold for being eligible for these tax benefits has been lowered as well to encourage more innovation in the sector. If you find this news useful, please share with your friends or in your crypto communities to help us grow our channel's exposure. And that was it for today's episode of Bitcoin for Beginners Crypto News Flash. Join us tomorrow again for your daily crypto news update if you want to get notifications when we have our next episode so you can stay up to date with the latest crypto news subscribe and click the bell button also stay with us and be sure to watch one of our other videos next for now i wish you all a great rest of your day take care and see you all next time